Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 3 p- 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, also at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We do it also on the YouTube. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. along with our predictions for impacts hard to kill we're gonna be previewing hard to kill we for you are today. we are hey uh, i know i know yeah. hey big red isn't on the line but do you want to put something on the line for this just something fun man no the whole reason, the whole reason right. i got rid of predictions i got tired of being tired of losing a prediction that's what i thought <laughs> i'm gonna be obsessively checking my phone i'm trying to lower my stress levels why are you trying to bring them back up i don't know this, this time, How, what's your channel what's your channel points at your channel points more at? Interesting. uh 575.3 yes where are you 500, at? 578.1. Anyways, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it uh, during the show today because I'm, I'm down for that. I'm just joking around. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about Hard to Kill upcoming tonight. I was going to do a watch along, but I'm not going to do a watch along because I got to be dad. Uh, Bama's got a, a friend coming over. and I'm going to have to do like a McDonald's run and just be here generally in case yeah, 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 yeah. something goes wrong, Yeah, uh, which it inevitably will. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about... Ooh, some backstage gossip about Triple H and Stephanie not really being into the whole situation there at WWE, perhaps. Uh, but first, oh man, oh man, this would be interesting, Larson. Could yeah. AEW purchase the WWE? What is this all about, Larson? So, amidst all these rumors you've been hearing the last couple of days after it's been uh, announced by WWE that they're uh, looking into strategic alternatives, such as selling the company. Barons, not Baron Corbin, Barons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, a, a publication. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the sister publication, the Wall Street Journal. That's how I've seen ah, it referred. There you go. Uh, dropped a bit of a bombshell. Tony Khan could be a bidder for WWE, his pro wrestling rival. That's what Barons said. Again, not Baron Corbin. Quote, there are at least three companies generally seen as in uh, a position to buy. Barron's has confirmed that another is interested. All Elite Wrestling, the top rival of WWE led by Tony Khan and family, is in the pool of potential buyers for WWE. A person close to the tr- potential transaction told Barron's. 
adding that the Khans will likely look for a financial partner to acquire the asset. Tony Khan's father, Shad Khan, a co-owner of AEW, already owns the football team Jacksonville Jaguars and the English soccer club Fulham Football Club, uh, indicating the duo have deep pockets. So, there's also the CNBC reports that AEW uh, would be interested in a merger with WWE. This is what CNBC had to say, quote, All Elite Wrestling uh, is interested in merging with WWE, according to people familiar with the matter. The cons, who also own Jaguars, Fulham, could partner with a strategic media company to share the intellectual property while merging the wrestling leagues, said the people, who asked not to be named because the discussions are private. And then this. The cons are open to discussing a potential role for McMahon after a sale, but haven't had those talks, one of the people said. I would hope that role would be similar to Eric Bischoff's role when the WWE purchased WCW. Talent who eventually is literally thrown into a dumpster. <laughs> I think that's how they dispatched of Eric Bischoff. When he got fired, they brought like a dumpster in or oh, something. Oh, the irony like that. after uh, sold out, you know, <laughs> riding down the garbage truck. The, the garbage truck, a never ending, you know, convention and yes. wrestling. Seemingly. Um, um, I would yeah. think. I would think, unless unless Tony and his dad were able to muster up an overwhelmingly huge offer, the chances of this happening, I would think, would be fairly minimal. I, I, I would guess that the idea that they would be willing to discuss a role for Vince after they merged or purchased the company would be to entice Vince to maybe consider their offer because maybe they think and that... He, Part of the reason he wants to sell is to continue to have a role in the company that he built. Um, I re the reason I say it, I, I feel like it has to be an overwhelming offer is because it would have to be so huge, an offer of such magnitude, that if Vince turned it down, he would get sued by shareholders. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. If if we if if WWE had in front of him, you know, comparable offers from NBC Universal, Amazon, Disney. And and Tony Khan, I I don't think there's any way that Vince would choose the offer from Tony Khan just on principle. He, he, principle being he's the competitor, it would look bad for yes. me. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how much that can play into it, but yeah, comparable. I you know, obviously you and I look, we're not Jim uh, what's his name? What's the Jim Kramer? Jim Kramer? Is that the guy? Yeah. 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 All right. We're not that, so or somebody comparable to that. So I don't know what offer out there could be less than a similar offer, like what that amount would be and acceptable so that shareholders don't yeah, sue yeah, yeah, yeah. for not doing the, what is it? The fiduciary responsibility to yes. them yes. getting them, which is just getting them the most money. Yes. Is there an offer? Let's say for example, uh, Comcast says we'll give nine bills for this, right? Mm -hmm. Because right now it's sort of the upper limit of what's expected. I think the number I saw most recently was eight and a half. Yeah, right? yeah somewhere around eight. Yeah. So if if Comcast says we've got eight and a half bills, and and the Con family said we've got eight bills, right? Half a bill less, mm -hmm. right? Five hundred million dollars less. Mm -hmm. Um, would that be acceptable? If there were some incentives for the share, I don't know how that stuff works. Is it simply whoever's got the most money? Now, the thing about the 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 Saudi investment fund thing is I don't know what kind of like for the shareholders, if they went way far above and beyond, would would the shareholders is there anything there that would be objectionable about that offer um beyond the monetary aspect of things like would the would the uh i, I just i just don't know yeah, taking don't know the, the taking it private would that mean something different for the shareholders other than like you know a complete like if they just finance the wwe would that be different than a to complete purchase. takeover yeah, yeah, yeah so so i don't know i don't know if it's if it's like simply hey we've got the most money um because if it's like if comcast is offering uh, uh eight and a half and if the cons are out offering eight but with the prize for Vince McMahon, you get to stay in the company. The shareholders, I don't think you're going to give a shit about that, right? No. I don't, I don't no. care if you're in the company or not. You're taking money out of my pocket. What do I care if you get to satisfy yourself? So I don't know if he'd even be you know, able to do that. But I honestly don't know. I don't know what kind of power he has in order to approve a sale that won't come under the scrutiny of the shareholders. Like what kind of power do the shareholders have yeah. you know, beyond suing him? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, yeah, apart from litigation, if they have any recourse, if Vince agreed to an offer that they didn't like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need I to ask know. my I don't sister. Know if, She's I don't know like a big power. financial person. She's I don't know if know. those responsibilities fall on fall to the board. But then again, Vince has like eighty percent voting power, so that's kind of yeah, point. right. He is the board. Yeah, know. he is the board. So I don't know he if, is the, if he is the consortium. If 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 uh, they would have any recourse. Um, let's talk about the possibility, as as remote as it sounds, of Tony Khan potentially running not only AEW, and, but also WB, and whether that would actually be good for wrestling. Now, after WB purchased WCW back in 2001, they had a virtual monopoly over the professional wrestling industry, most definitely monopoly over large-scale televised professional wrestling. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily think that the industry as a whole benefited from that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just one aspect of it. Is is any sort of monopoly? I mean, I, I I'm kind of of the opinion that monopolies in general, outside of like local utilities, where they kind of have monopolies for a very legitimate and and, and for a very uh, specific reason in yeah. a lot of places. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I'm kind of like monopolies bad. <laughs> no, that I mean, look, here, here's here's a good, you know, we're, we're older, yeah. we you know, we're, we're college graduates. One thing I learned, you know, in my 44 years of life, plus being a college graduate is yeah. monopolies are bad. Monopolies are bad, yes. <laughs> Generally and, speaking, and I know, they're like, bad. Get back to is this, it, just the utilities thing. I know in some municipalities they have areas kind of say, all right, this, this company runs the utilities here just to kind of simplify matters, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah, right, yeah. So that's why I mean by municipal utility monopoly things but anyways carry on i'll, I'll be quiet about that no i have so no idea I, what i'm talking about so i, I think you're, i think you're right though like in general monopolies are bad now mm-hmm. if you have somebody who's you know who you know one thing that tony khan has done and i know look we're gonna look on comments here in both of our chats and in youtube they're gonna be loaded up with a bunch of aw sweaties and wwe sweaties and all yeah. that kind of stuff so just try to take your silly tribalism out of it for a second and look at it fairly objectively which is what we try to do yeah um one thing Tony Khan has has at least attempted to do is take certain conventions from the WWE or story ideas from the WWE that a lot of fans have felt they dropped the ball with, and he's tried to run with them. He tried to give us the Undisputed Era versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, because of injuries and whatnot, um, that sort of went away. He took certain characters that were presented in a certain way in WWE, and he tried to sort of give us the best version of them to varying degrees yeah. of success yeah. or not. I mean, look at, you know, we could have had Miro the Redeemer in WWE. We got a small sample of Miro the Redeemer in yeah. AEW, and yeah. it was fantastic. Um, unfortunately, there seemed to be some creative issues there. So I'm not saying that it's perfect, but one thing that Tony Khan has seemed to be is he's a fan of pro wrestling. He definitely has his philosophies yes. that some people appreciate and some people don't. Definitely. Um but the self-awareness seems to be there to a degree uh, in terms of, hey, this is how I would handle both these uh, both these companies. Maybe he would try to do, for example, an invasion angle better than the way WCW WWE invasion mm-hmm. was done. I mean, does it are would it worry you if you're you know a big fan of women's wrestling, which he has a terrible track record with in terms of presenting them uh, the way, for example. Triple H has done in WWE. That's a definite concern right there. Um, but uh, but you know, I, I look. I, I said this before, and the idea of AEW owning WWE or Comcast owning WWE or anybody owning WWE that isn't the Saudi Public Investment Fund for me is a win. There, it's going to come with all sorts of caveats and issues and problems. Um, if, if, if Tony Khan and AEW does buy WWE, but we might also get some cool shit. I just, I don't know. Um, especially if it's the kind of thing where he's, he does have the understanding and the self, because one thing that he's, one thing about, about Tony Khan is him taking on the booking for everything. Yeah. That'd be be a lot. Would be a big issue. I I mean, mean, that, that would be something that in, in a larger sense, you would think you'd be advantageous for whoever buys WWE. To keep yeah. Nick Khan, if he chose to stay after the sale as CEO, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep Triple H in charge mm-hmm. yeah. as chief creative officer. Because we've seen the benefits of them and those roles, not just in terms of what we see on television. Apparently, what we uh, the, 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 the morale in the locker room 
mm-hmm. the executive offices. Um, mm-hmm. And I think just the perception of the company has changed with Vince out. Now, mm-hmm. it's not to say that some media company purchases WWE and, and thinks to themselves, well, wrestling can't be that hard. I know how to tell stories. Maybe I could do it better. Yeah. And cleans house. Yeah. It's yeah. happened before. Yeah. Um, but you would think whoever buys WWE would be like, all right, it makes sense to keep these people in these roles because they know how to do the job and they have a track record of doing the job well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's going to be sort of the, that's going to be the real tricky thing that I don't have confidence we're going to end up on the good end of. Let's say the Saudis don't buy it. We might end up with a WWE that's closer to like how WCW is run. If you remember, WCW had a series of uh, authority figures behind the scenes for reals, you know, Uh, whether it was like Watts or, uh, or, you know, whomever, Bischoff, whomever else, Um, Vince Russo, you know, management would bring in people to run it. And some of and Vince Russo like ran it into the ground, basically. Um, And so we might end up with a situation like that. And you'd hope that, you know, for example, if Comcast got their hands on it, they would be savvy enough to know, hey, Triple H is Triple H and Stephanie had a good run. Let's have them run this. Uh, It seems to be, you know, make the fans happy. The ratings have been pretty decent under them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vince McMahon's creative has not been great. Let's hope that whoever does get their hands on it is savvy enough. Um, to do this, I, I'm still under the, you know, the dread that, you know, the Saudi Arabian government is going to be able to pony up like double what anybody else is going to be able to pony up. Uh, and, and that is that that's a terrifying thing. But I mean, given there's so many potential suitors mm-hmm. for WWE, mm-hmm. you would like to think that, you know, th- if if the Saudi Arabian government ran it up to like 12 billion, um I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody else would step in and be like, "Hey, we can we can we can do that too." Uh, I mean, Comcast is a big company. One hundred and sixty some billion, I believe. It was, it was like one hundred and sixty seven. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. I was doing a. Oop, that's yeah, not right. They would have the means. Amazon would have the means. So Amazon is like worth nine hundred and seventy billion. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. they definitely have the means. I know Netflix is worth a shit ton as well. Uh, and, uh, and I know they, they were listed as one of the potential buyers, yeah. but I hadn't also heard that he had taken any meeting that Nick. Yeah. I had heard that either Netflix them. does not really have any sort of track record of live events or live sports. No, but I mean, the one thing that they, they are known for needing at this point is just sheer number of subscribers. Yeah. And if you can, if you can boast, Hey, we we're bringing in all sorts of new subscribers because we know that Peacock has done pretty well. Yeah. That could help raise their their stock price as That's well. It might be you know a good incentive to do that. And what better way to dive into? Um, and I mean the thing about WWE content is that you know Netflix they love to they have a little the the, the Undertaker thing was on the Undertaker mm-hmm. New Day mm-hmm. thing was mm-hmm. on Netflix, so they have a little bit of a sample size. There's a pre existing relationship to a degree. To a degree. Yeah. Um, and why wouldn't they want WrestleMania? You know. Oh on, yeah, I can understand why Netflix service. wants it, but I don't know from uh, someone who's looking f- to sell their company to Netflix, a company that doesn't have a whole lot of experience doing what you do specifically. That's true. Yeah, I don't think they've run. Has Netflix ever run a live event? Not that I'm aware of. I don't remember if they have or not, but I don't. Nothing sticks out. Like when? Yeah. Who, who ran the? Uh, it was like a Macy's Day parade with Ron Burgundy. Was that Amazon? Yeah. I forget who that was. I think that that was Amazon? Amazon. Okay. It was either Amazon or Hulu. Okay. I feel like it was okay, Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right. They don't. I mean, and maybe they'd want to make that their big splash into the genre of, of live, you know, quote unquote sports. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Not, yeah, I don't you know, know not only people know. Uh, NASA here in uh, our YouTube chat with a super chat says, if Tony Khan buys WWE, imagine what dream matches we could see. Dean Ambrose versus John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> Soraya versus Paige, et cetera. Wow. What wow. would be your dream match? Miro versus Rusev. Man, imagine that, that super card there. Yeah, oh man, that'd be huge. Just raw gate over and over again. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, no, that, that'd, be, that'd be interesting stuff. So, yeah, and I, and I don't know, in terms of open to discussing a potential role for McMahon, you know, the cons. <clears throat> like, again, uh, I get it yeah. because that's kind of the, the carrot they could dangle in front of Vince to make their offer potentially more attractive if it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily match financially. But at the same time, you got to deal with everything Vince brings. Yeah, I mean, I that might be I like. I don't think he's worth the headache at this point. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know what you say to Vince McMahon. You know, it's like, okay, fine. What, what rule do you have for me? Top guy. Oh, great. What does that mean? You know, show opens up. You come out, say some weird shit. <laughs> Strut backstage, and then, and then we move and then on with our day. fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top on-screen guy, and then we don't see you for another. Yeah, how about this, Vince? You open the big fours, but it's just your voice on the voiceover. It's double or nothing. <laughs> the stars of the line. <laughs> You mean that stuff? The video package he used to do yeah, for Mania? Yeah. yeah, like some really bad, like, you know, uh, uh, constellations yeah. in the shape of Moxley and a Death Rider. Takeshita. Yeah, you get some nice <laughs> sounding music. Yeah. It's double or nothing. <laughs> it's double or nothing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I got I to gotta write down this real quick. Hold on a second. That was about 19 minutes oh, in. For the best of. Double. Yeah. Or nothing. And Maggie clipped it. Thanks, Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, uh, Triple H and Stephanie's uh, potential grievances with this whole sale business. So Axios um, had a report about WB being for sale. Stated the following. Sources told Axios that Stephanie McMahon and her husband, Paul Triple H Levesque, the company's chief content officer and retired professional wrestler, had opposed the sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this week's newsletter, Meltzer talked about some additional tensions between Vince and Stephanie, maybe even Triple H within Titan Towers. Quote, those close to the situation, WWE tried to present her decision to leave as being related to the decision last year that after Levesque's heart situation, she reevaluated her life, wanted to raise her three daughters and was wealthy enough that money will never be a concern. But she came back when Vince was in trouble. But that doesn't explain why this was a resignation and she left the board and cut all ties with the company she has worked for since she was a teenager. It was also conceded that she and Vince did have issues in working together as family members, and now Khan was a buffer who kept things smooth between them as well as between Vince and Levesque. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really seem like much of a coincidence that when Vince left, Stephanie was like, oh, the opportunity I've been waiting for for so long that I never thought I'd get. Um, So she came back. And it seemed like when he came back this time, perhaps you would think she has she would have some inside info in terms of, yeah, the Saudi Arabian government. They're going to be able to, you know, regardless, this this company is being sold and and I can't do anything about it. So what what is there left? You know, either either, you know, uh, uh, one of these other media companies is going to end up with their hands on on the prize 
and maybe she'll be invited back for some role. But it's like until then, why would she stay? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would get why Steph and Triple H might be opposed to a sale because it 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 potentially puts their roles in the company in jeopardy. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, as, so long as it stays in the family, seemingly, mm-hmm. their roles are or Triple H's now, now that Stephanie has resigned, at least publicly seems pretty secure. That could change at any moment. But, yeah. you know, a, apart from maybe selling to NBC Universal, mm-hmm. where, again, as you mentioned earlier, given their relationship with WWE, you'd think they'd feel as if, oh, the best people to do these do these jobs are the people that are doing them now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah. Any other company you don't know, so, you know, and there's something to be said for keeping WB within the, the family still. Like, I would get that. Well, here's the thing. I remember, <clears throat> I'll never forget this uh, one thing that Brandon Thurston had uh, had tweeted out, or maybe it was on his WrestleNama. I know it was a Brandon Thurston thing. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was a tweet or if it was whatever. But uh, the, 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 the gist of it was, yeah, Vince McMahon secured billion dollar deals for the broadcast rights, but those could have been two billion dollar yeah, yeah. deals had he correctly steered the creative of the of the of the shows mm-hmm. and kept the ratings alive and kept people intrigued and kept people and not have endless, you know, repetitive shit where people are like, Oh man, I'm I'm tuning what is this, you know, Hell in a Cell twenty nineteen crap, I'm tuning out. What is this crap? I'm tuning out. Mm-hmm. People tuning out left and right. I remember it was what, five or six years ago. Triple H in character was saying, oh, what are you guys going to do? You guys get to tune out? I don't think so. You know, when he was evil authority guy. Well, then ironically or not five years down the line, the ratings had been halved. And I understand, uh, you know, with the, the change in the way media is presented and consumed that there could be, you know, some reasons for that um, that go beyond people dropping out of the product. I get that. Yeah. But um you know, you, you, you can't really say that the creative has been, you know, a, a home run or even close to that under Vince McMahon over the past 10 no. years or so. It just hasn't. Um, and so the idea being that, hey, under Vince McMahon. And so I wonder if the, you know, beyond just, hey, let's keep our roles and let's keep it in the family. There could be an idea of, hey, you know, we could get a lot of money for these media rights or the company. But imagine if we're at the helm for just another couple years through one more tv deal imagine what we could do to boost the value of the company even more Mm -hmm. um and 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 maybe that just from a business perspective was hey we've got our hands on it now let's not just sell it yeah let's try to keep this train going in a positive direction so that we can multiply that even more down the line Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and maybe maybe there's some pride to be had in that oh yeah yeah for so sure. it, it is it's it's interesting. I mean, people, you know, we, sometimes we joke and, and, and people joke about uh, what must Thanksgiving be like. I don't know that they Thanksgiving together. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I mean, know if, if you have Nick yeah. Khan running interference and given that Vince's entire life has been WWE, um, I, I don't I, I it's it's kind of interesting. And, and last we heard, I remember there was a rumor about, you know, the fact that him and Linda don't even live together anymore. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, but I mean the thing about Stephanie actually, Mel's are talking about Stephanie resigning and leaving. What a powerful statement! Mm-hmm. I mean, what a what better way to say, I want nothing to do with this guy. Yep. yep. You know, I'm I'm aware of his of his transgressions. I'm aware of all this stuff. There's still some non publicly disclosed information out there that is gonna drop at some point. That's gonna get out there. You would think so, yeah. Um, what better way to say I'm washing my hands of this? I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going down with the Vince ship. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Totally. Totally. Let's talk impact, Steve. We oh, had man. to go We're home. At, for, hold on. Before we do that. What? Before we do that, we're gonna talk impact now. The 644 people here watching on YouTube. Before you leave, can you give us a thumbs up? Hit that subscribe button and the notify bell. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're go. all here. To, they're all here to talk about the about uh, the, the 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 good on your stuff. way out. On your way out. <laughs> yeah. Give us. A what are you guys talking there. about? Impact now? Ah, oh, what? 
So do before you leave, do us a huge favor. Yeah. Hit that thumbs up. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Twitch we- chat, if you could do us a favor, head over to the YouTube version of this real quick. And also, you know, hey, we're going to be talking to Triple H later for the SmackDown preview. So maybe, maybe come back around. Maybe go get yeah. some McDonald's. Come back. Um, I also wanted to point out this right now available on uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And uh, also for YouTube channel members, if you click join, Yesterday, we did our uh, WCW Nitro Episode 1 mm-hmm. Retro Review. A lot of people were like, hey, can you bring back the Retro Reviews? We have it right now. It's exclusive for patrons and YouTube channel members, uh, $5 and up for both of those. Uh, and uh, and it's going to go up on the main channel probably in, in, in about two weeks or so. I think mm-hmm. by the end of January, we're going to do that. But right now, if you want to, if you really want to listen to our thoughts about it, I thought it's a pretty good, pretty darn good review, too. Um, you can check that out right now. Uh, and yeah, just patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson or click join mm-hmm. uh, on the YouTube. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Now let's talk. We got we got 168 likes here. I guess we can talk impact now. Yeah, um, let's talk. So impact. we got hard to kill tonight. Um, so I guess that would be their first, you know, major pay-per-view of the year. This is actually a pay-per-view, I believe, not a premium, not not a, a, a impact insider Oh, deal, oh, yeah, yeah. Hard to Kill is one of their big deals. It's whenever yeah. there's a Steven Seagal named pay per view, like Hard Seemingly. to Kill, yeah, Under yeah. Siege. Yeah. Uh, so I, my math is correct. There's ten matches. Mm-hmm, yeah. So given the information we have now after last night's Go Home Show, I feel like we can make some predictions. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here we go. For well, what are we gonna? What, what's going to be on the line this? Oh, time? that's a good question. I owe you. I owe you fast food from the. Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, and you still owe me two Mountain Mike's pizzas, too. I know you kept on pushing at that. I feel like there's got to be some sort of statute of limitations on that, man. Those pizzas are old now. That was some literally, that was some pre-pandemic, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, and I can't really eat pizza anymore, so. All I mean, right. I'll get you, uh, how about two Popeye's chicken sandwiches? I'll give you those right. in lieu of the Mountain okay. Mike. okay. Mountain Mike's is so expensive these days. I know it is. It's like, it's like two pizzas a hundred like bucks. I know, I know. How about this? How about this? We'll take whatever it was for Wrestle Kingdom Double or Nothing. How about that? Man, I'm not going to go into debt. All right. You need to start cashing in your stuff before uh, the next pay-per-view. If it's a use it or lose it situation. I'm going to owe you like $300 in fast food. The loser has to eat some of the ghost pepper wings from Popeye's. Mm, That doesn't sound good either. I don't like that. Um, Yeah, no, look, we'll just do do some Popeye's for this one. All right, very well. Everything will be But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Spicy chicken sandwich. What? When's the rumble? End of the month. End of the month. 28. How about this? What? This coming Friday, not today, a week from today. Yeah. You come here, we do All an right. in-person, and we'll do we'll, we'll do some Popeyes. All right, that sounds good. All right, sounds All right, good. There we go. There we go. All right, first match here for the knockouts, tag titles, Death Dolls versus Tosh Steele, Savannah Evans. I feel like given how things went down at the end of Impact, it's pretty clear Death Dolls are winning those belts or retaining those belts. Uh yeah, well, the impact in their in their go home math is usually is usually pretty wonky. But the fact that uh Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans, I don't know, didn't they already lose to the Death Dolls once? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, and that's why Giselle Shaw said, "Hey, maybe I can I can help you." Yeah, but Giselle Shaw is always terrible at helping people. I know. Um. Hmm. <laughs> now there's fast food on the line, man. I can't just oh, do whatever. You can't just this. do it willy nilly. I can't do. I can't do willy nilly. Uh, you know what? Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans are going to look great with those titles. All right, All Tasha right. Steeles and Savannah. There we go. All right. All right. Uh, next, this is a one, two, three, four, five, six man match uh, to fill out the pre-show. <laughs> You got Alan Angels versus Bupinder versus Kushida versus Speedball versus Mike Jackson versus Yuya. Um, you would think this would be a match to to help Speedball get some momentum heading into his uh, pit fight pit match against Kenny King next week on Impact, but I think Kenny King's going to cost him. I'm going to oh. go with Kushida here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's actually a really good pick. Uh, Angels, Gujar... Mike Jackson's that super old guy. Yeah. What? Wait, I'm sorry. What? This is just a regular match. Yeah, this is a six way match. Is it like an? Are these guys? No, these guys aren't all X division. Speedball's not X. Okay. All right. So this is just like a regular ass match with a bunch of people. You got Kushida. 
I mean, dude, I, I, I can't, honestly, I can't go. I'm not, it's, it's Kushida. I'm, I'm going to go, I'll go with Kushida too. That just makes sense. It does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so apparently the main card is going to open up with the Impact World title bout. Josh Alexander versus Bully Ray. That makes sense because the Mickey James match should go last. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I got Josh Alexander here. Same. <laughs> Same. Like, we're not doing confidence points here, but yeah, all the confidence points here. Uh, next, Rich Swan mm-hmm. versus Steve Macklin. It's got to be Macklin. <sighs> Dude, every time I think it's got to be Macklin. <laughs> it goes the other way. But didn't they already have a fight and Rich Swan won that one? Or was that something different? I don't remember. But Macklin's thing is beating former Impact champions. So I'm probably going to go with Macklin. I just want to see something here really quick. All right, very well. I'm going to get on cage match and see. Because every time I think Macklin should win a match, he loses it. Uh, let's see here. Rich Swan defeat. What the heck was that? Oh, okay. When was this? This was uh, October. No, we're going to be more recent. Okay. So he won that. Uh oh oh <laughs> I'm thinking of uh I'm thinking of him versus Bully Ray. Oh, here we go. Oh, Swan versus Macklin went to a double count out. Ah. That's what it was. Gotcha. Back in uh mid early December. Okay. So that went to that. Yeah, you gotta go. Let's gotta see. Be Those guys won. Oh man. But then that team went, boy, I don't know. I feel like you're you thinking know, about this too hard, Steve. You know what? Dude, wow. it's impact. It's like fucking 4D chess. Yeah, I don't think it's quite that complicated. Next, we got Jonathan Gresham versus Ed Edwards. Yeah. This has got to be Gresham. Uh, oh, Gresham's going to win this. Yeah. Like his first singles match after being the, the, the most recent impact signee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, then we get uh, a, yeah. was this, five? I feel like I'm missing a name here. It's not just a nope. fatal four-way. Yeah, it's a fatal four-way, I guess. I thought there was there was five competitors here. Uh, winner is number one contender for knockouts title. You got Deanna Parazzo, Killer Kelly, Masha Slamovich, and Taylor Wilde. Who are you going with, Steve? Well, this sort of rides on what we think is going to happen in the main event. Yeah. Jordan Grace versus Mickey James. That's true. Um, I have a hard time thinking that, well, this is an actual pay-per-view. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that Mickey James's last rodeo is going to end. So I'm going to say Mickey James. Oh wow! Is going to. I think she's going to turn heel here because she showed some like heel, you know, tendencies. I think she's going to win that title. Oh, you got Jordan Grace. You got All Jordan right. Grace. Yeah. So if Mickey James ends up being a bad guy, uh, who we have here? Killer Kelly, Masha, Taylor Wilde, Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, I think we're going to get a fresh matchup with, uh, ooh, wouldn't that be something if it was Masha? I'm going to go Masha. Masha. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Like Masha's already had two shots at the title against Jordan. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And you're picking yeah. Jordan to win. So yeah. you, you're not going to want to pick Masha, but I'm thinking Masha versus Mickey's a fresh ma- matchup. You know, I'm going to pick Masha anyways, because they might do the third match where Masha beats, beats uh, Jordan. There you go. All right. All right. Uh, we've got Joe Hendry versus Moose. I believe um, in Joe Hendry. <laughs> Moose just Moose, pinned him. Moose and Moose, like, never wins matches that he really should win. You look at Moose, this guy should. I love Joe Hendry. I love Joe Hendry. He should really wipe the floor with Joe Hendry. Joe Hendry's a comedy act, but Joe Hendry's totally going to win this. Yeah. I love it. Is this like a this is a weird match or no? This is not a stipulation match. No, 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 no. I think Moose is going to win like a stipulation match. It's going to be like a full metal mayhem or some shit like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, Moose yeah, will yeah. win that eventually. But like also the digital media title, Moose doesn't need that. No, no. Uh, then we got Motor City Machine Guns versus Major Players versus Bullet Club versus Heath and Rhino for the tag titles. 
Who won that? Heath versus uh, Heath uh was it? Heath won that match. Yeah, I got yeah. the major pl- the major players. Here. I don't know, man. Uh, Cardota could go to WWE any day. I got Motor City Machine Guns retaining. Yeah, dude. Every single time he's in a match, we're like, oh, yeah, he's gonna go to WWE. Soon. Yeah, I know. He could go to WWE, still be Impact Tag Champion. It's entirely possible. So I got the major players. They've been chan- they've been chasing these things for a while here. Yeah, Bullet Club did have a good showing at a Junior Tag League. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and so they're gonna be like the fun aspect of this. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns are great. But, dude, this is, come on. This is the thing is, this is a pay-for-pay-per-view. Like, you have to actually pay for this one. Yeah. yeah you don't have to pay, like, a dollar and get it on, on their YouTube on, on channel. Their YouTube, no. So this is going to be title changes galore. <laughs> that's that's the only title that's not going to change is Josh Alexander. And even might that might change hands. Bully Ray might be the new Impact Champion. Yeah, that's entirely possible. They had Josh Alexander beat the record for the longest reign. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next for the X Division title, Trey Miguel versus Black Taurus. Every time well, I think they're going to give uh, Taurus a push, they don't. So I'm gonna pick Trey. What's the go home on this? They didn't do anything last night. No, they didn't. Last night was a dog shit episode, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Like it's 20 minutes of Zoom call at the beginning. What yeah, was that? No, I know. <laughs> like I, I don't. I mean, I, I like Josh Alexander, no. but we don't need like a podcast between Josh and Bully Ray. <laughs> It was like Josh Alexander was a guest on Busted Open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then when's the last time we'd seen uh, Josh Matthews? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. But now we saw him on Zoom. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we haven't lost that many people. We lost less than 100 people oh, wow. when we started Impact. So that's good. And we got 204 likes. Triple H will be happy about that. That is. That is that's great. That's Trey great. Miguel versus that's Trey's great. got this new thing where he's spray painting everybody. So yeah. I'm assuming that he's going to win this via spray paint. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think that's going to happen. And you're going to go with Mickey James, the main event. I'll go with Jordan Grace. Yeah, man, this last rodeo can't be done. We need we need like a happy ending, but Mickey James, she's going to she's going to go heel here, man. I think she's going to have some fun with this. All these awesome packages where she's like, you know, super good guy, man. Cuz she did like she she uh was like the Prazo match. She like, didn't she grab like gra- grab the tights on that yeah, one? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, dude, she knows what she has to do against Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace is like, oh, this is like a freaking respect thing. And Mickey James is like going to be like, no way, man. She's going to miss her or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be good. All right, let's talk this episode of Impact. Uh, he opened up with a Zoom call between Josh Matthews, Josh Alexander, and Bully Ray, where the whole thing was just Josh Alexander's like, yeah, Bully, you're in, your, you're in my head, but that gives you no advantage. And Bully's like, what? I'm in your head. That does give me advantage. Uh, you've never been this type of match. Josh Alexander says you're right, but I've felt all sorts, all the other kind of pains that I could feel in a wrestling ring. So this is nothing. And Bully says, "No, this is a different level of pain you're going to feel that you've never persevered through before." And then he hangs up and leaves. Yeah, I, I love that you broke that down in about 90 seconds because this was like it felt like 90 minutes. It was long, and like the audio's crap because nobody has a good microphone. And like Josh Matthews did the thing where his background was all blurred out, so it looked weird. He was yeah. like in this weird amorphous void. Until I until I realized <laughs> that Josh Alexander had headphones on, I thought he had his headgear on. <laughs> it took me a second. He was ready to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. It's like all right, the, the bully starts talking shit. He takes the straps down. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that was crap. After that, we had Brian. We had an actual match. Yeah, Brian Myers it versus. Match. It was good match. Yeah, here's the thing, though, man. You could tell they filmed this shit at the very. All these matches were filmed at the very end. Half the people were gone that were there like three episodes yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were like, God damn, this is running so Gosh, late. I don't nine hours in. I like wrestling, but <laughs> nine hours kind of a lot. This is too much. Let's try to beat the traffic. Beat the traffic. It's two a.m. Anyways, um. Yeah, Brian Myers versus Heath. Heath wins this with a wake-up call. Both Cardona and Rhino have managed to get tossed out of the ringside area, so it's just a one-on-one bout. Cardona lost to Chris Sabin last week. It's got to be the major players winning this shit, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I got what I want. Forever champion. Oh, Big Red? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, after that, we had an Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Matt Chat question. They're like, it's about time for us to return to impact. And you hear the wind go. <laughs> uh, they're like, they, we went all the way to the finals of the junior tag league and tomorrow is hard to kill. 
He says, we did so well in Japan that it became clear that we're top contenders, and now we're in the four-way for the tag titles. We went through countless teams in Junior Tag League, so four teams is going to be easy. But it's like, man, it's 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 all at the same time. It's all it's yeah, just no. a big, yeah. Yeah, I know. So. It's just, it's, yeah, it's everybody mm-hmm. all at once. It's elimination. Mm-hmm. No, it's elimination. Maybe so it is. No, you're right. It does everybody at the same time, but it's elimination. So it'll thin down the further you get. The mm-hmm. field will. Field. Uh, then we have, uh, we're backstage. Jessica walks up to Rosemary and tells her Taya is, is down. She's hurt. So they walk over mm-hmm. to where Taya's at. And Rosemary asks, who's responsible? And Taya says, you know who it is. And the referee comes up and says, Rosemary, you got your match next. And she says, I am not going anywhere. And then Taya says, here, take this, her knockout tag title. Go have your match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then we have match. It's Rosemary versus Savannah Evans. Uh, of course, there's all sorts of distractions from uh, Giselle Shaw and Jai Vidal. Uh, and uh, so Rose Evans ends up hitting her full, uh, awesome full Nelson slam. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, Savannah Evans. Savannah Evans, man, she's going to end up in the Federation, man. She's going to end up in the WWE. I think so. She's, she's big. Yeah. I think she's got charisma. They need, like, you know, sort of big monsters like that. I like her a lot. I think she's terrific. Yeah, she's really good. She's really yeah, good. She hits that, that great finish uh, of hers, that full Nelson slam, uh, to get the win here. Um, and then Evans, Sean Steeles, and, and Jai Vidal attack uh, Jessica and Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Taylor Wilde video package. She's doing the kind of witch occult thing mm-hmm. yeah. in advance of uh, Hard to Kill. Uh, then we got this really good extended Mickey James, Jordan Grace recap package detailing Mickey's whole story and Jordan's whole story and when those two stories collided and where we've gone since then. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, these are really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, after that, we have uh, Sammy Callahan getting his haircut. Now, while the haircut is happening, so you have like uh, angels and and Big Con there, and uh, they sit and Sammy Callahan sits down. Everybody's being very aggressive, and and uh, Diener is just talking the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, he's like kind of like recruiting Sammy Callahan. Yeah. They're like sort of they're they're haircutting him into. Uh, the design, the yeah. design, yeah, yeah. The process, it's their process, as as Dieter puts it. Okay, so hold on a second, because uh, look, man, I do my best to pay attention, but you know me. Was part of the thing about their match that if Callahan lost, he would have to join the design? I don't know. Did they they had a match, right? There this was like seems, a match here. This seems to be something that Sammy is doing willingly. Like this is something that he yeah. wants to do. Yeah, I'm assuming he wants to do it to get into the design only to destroy it. But nonetheless, this is like something he wants to do. Right. Okay. hold on a second, because they had they had like a like a hair match, right? Or something like that. Khan defeated Sammy Callahan and then Callahan defeated Angels. That was like ages ago. Yeah. No, I don't think they had a match recently, but they haven't had a match. I haven't watched Impact in a couple weeks. He's just there to like get a, a haircut. Because that's Sammy part of the wants to be in the design. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I thought that he had lost a match. No, or no, something, this, is, and then this, this is, was like he's trying. He's going to infiltrate it to try to destroy it. I assume. But the most uncomfortable thing about this is when Angel is actually cutting his hair because Sammy's hair seemingly is just really thick and strong, mm-hmm. and so like these little tiny scissors weren't really getting the job no, done. So Diener had to go get the clippers, and so eventually, yeah, he like took them, and, and Sammy like took the clippers from him. And it was like doing his hair properly and stuff. There was like a chunk right here that was still there that he thought was, was, because, you know, when you cut your hair really short, sometimes hair will stick to little tiny hairs, you know? Yeah, right. So you kind of have to brush it off. And so there was a chunk of hair right here. I think Sammy thought he had cut, but, but it wasn't. So he was trying to pull it off. He just started pulling at it. But then it's just, he has, he had a chunk of hair right there. I hope he just keeps it like that. That'd be interesting. Sammy's a badass though. That dude should be in movies. He really yeah. should be. He is terrific. He, he's great. Look at me. I'm getting my hair cut off. It's part of the process. Yeah. When do I get my name tag and that cool yellow hoodie? That's a good question. He I assume they all hoodie. go to Target or Walmart where they got those hoodies. I look like a banana. Just running around his little yellow hoodie. Yeah. Gets, yeah. He gets like a he gets like a medium. <laughs> it only goes to like mid stomach area. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? And he's yeah, and he's got like the yellow the, his leather jacket under it. Yeah, yeah. But he can't lift his arms up because then the, the hoodie will pull up. So he can't do thumbs up. No thumbs up. High. Just thumbs, he'll do yeah. like that. Thumbs up. Right. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Yeah. 
Anyways, yeah. So that happened. So it looks like Sammy's in, uh, in the process of joining the design. The design, yeah. The design, yeah. But yeah, he's just gonna he's just gonna fuck with them. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Hey, design. Do you want to play some N sixty four? Let's play some virtual pro wrestling. There we go. Let's have a tournament. <laughs> yeah, rip them apart via N sixty four. I know. Round robin. <laughs> Man, hey, dude! Next time Enforcer comes out, I think he's, is he coming in February for uh, the I next show? I don't know. If he shows up, we have to do the the special guest wrath. I know. I think that'd be a lot of we fun. Have to do that. I think that'd be a blast. <laughs> Zondo says, "Unplugs air controllers." <laughs> did we ever used to do that to each other? Probably. I think we did, huh? Yeah. I remember we used to used to kick our chairs. Uh-huh. But like, I can't remember. I don't know if we ever went so far as to like unplug a, a controller. I, it wouldn't surprise me. We it took it very seriously. Yeah, we did everything we possibly could to annoy the uh, whoever else was in that match. Yeah, exactly. Uh, after that, we had a Gail Kim interview. This was interesting. So, uh, you know, the interviewer is like, "Hey, Scott Demore got murdered last week by Bully Ray. Are you now GM?" And she's like, "I've got too much shit to do." Even though all she does really is linger around backstage at Impact, so she should be taking over the GM spot. But they've got somebody in mind. Who do you think this person is, Larson, that's going to be the new gum, the GM of Impact Wrestling? Tommy Dreamer. God damn it. You're probably. Oh, no. You're probably right. No, he, he, they can't do that. That's so cheap. He already said that he's like talked to Impact people before. Like he's done general manager stuff before. Yeah. Or Anthem. He's got experience. Oh, man. That'd be terrible. Phil Brooks. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon. She's got experience running a wrestling company. <laughs> Is there anybody else on the on the free agency? Like somebody low level. What if it's uh what was the, the other Ascension dude? Victor? Victor, yeah, it's Victor. And then Big Con's like, oh. Oh, why are you GM? You should be a wrestler. Yeah. People are like, wait, who's that? People are like, I know who that is. Who is that? Hey, what if it? Oh, is he still with WWE? Drake Maverick. I don't think so. He's not like a producer backstage. Maybe I don't. I don't know though. I've never seen him run out. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah, Rockstar Spud. That'd be cool. Rockstar Spud. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Shane O'Mac. Uh-uh. Not interested. Comes out, does his money dance. I'd actually be cool with that. As long as he's not in WWE, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And then he wins the call your shot gauntlet. Yeah. Or Rumble or whatever. Or he beats he beats Bully Ray for the trophy and then he cashes in <laughs> on Josh Alexander and beats him in like ninety seconds. Best in the world. Best in the world. Yeah. Uh after that we had Mike Bailey versus Anthony Green. Uh this is a fun match, yeah, of course, because it it's Mike Bailey, he's great. And he gets the win with Ultimo Weapon, which is like one of the best names for a finisher too. It's not quite as good as uh what's Torres' finish? Uh Destination Hellhole. Yeah. God damn it, that's a good finish. It is. It is. Man, I might I might change that one. Are we locked in? We're what? locked in at the end of this episode, right? Yeah. Which one are you gonna change? You want you want Torus to win? I want Torus to win. I don't know. I've I have till the end of the episode. You do, you do. Uh, uh then we got a yeah. bully ray Josh Alexander video package. Again, extended telling their story. Uh, production team and impact does great stuff. This was solid. yeah. Fuck it, I'm going with Taurus. All right, good. I'm rooting for Taurus. You got it. You got it. Yeah. All right. So after that, uh, we had uh, yeah a bully Josh Alexander uh, video package, and then we had uh, Moose Steve Macklin and yeah yeah Ed Edwards. Did you see that little Twitter video of L.A. Knight uh, talking up the pitch black match? Yeah. Acting like he he can't wait for the new Mountain Dew flavor. That dude does not drink Mountain Dew. He is too fit. Well, here's the thing: either he doesn't drink it, or that's all he drinks based on his energy <laughs> levels. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the verge of a diabetic coma. Yeah, because I drink yeah. nothing but Mountain Dew. Yeah, my resting 86. heart rate is 127. Yeah, 86 grams of sugar. Yeah. Oh gosh. Anyways, this is a fun match. Uh, in the end, what is it? Moose hits a spear on uh, Hendry. Is on, that what happens? Yeah, Joe Hendry. Yeah, because yeah. he tags himself in while Hendry's wrestling Macklin. 
Hendry mm-hmm. hits Macklin with power bomb. Moose hits Spear on Hendry to get the win. Then everybody else leaves except Ed Edwards. He's just mm-hmm. kind of milling about in the ring, and the lights kind of go down. We hear some some thunder. There's some like really, you know, kind of cheap lightning effects, as in they have a fader and just doing it up and down real quick. And then lights come back up, and he just looks around. What's going on? So PCO is near a return. You know what they could do in that match? Huh. PCO interferes and like kills Gresham in order to get to Ed Edwards. That could also Instead happen of him after the match. After it's Gresham going to happen like two weeks after the match, like yeah. on Impact TV. Yeah. 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 Jean Pierre Lafitte. Uh, shit. I don't know if I ever actually put up a question. I just looked and you didn't. I had the thought in my head. So load well, up something. some load up some questions, everybody. Let's get some questions going here. Let's ask some questions. Um, let's see if we have any here in the past. Uh, no, it's just uh, Antoine a... Fair says they're running their first live stream in March. Who? 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 What was the context here? Hold on. Recall. What were we talking about at the time? Don't what recall. Eight? Oh, Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Maybe oh, he's talking about Netflix. Could be. Could be. Could I be. wonder what the live stream is. Yeah. It's just like Bob Netflix. You know, he's playing some COD. Yeah. Uh, oh, here Di- we go. Diehard Homer asks, who from AEW beats Roman when they merge? <laughs> Hangman, baby. Give that one to Hangman. Boy, that'd be great, isn't it? And then Phil comes back and he's like, this guy's never done anything. Like, and he's got like, what well, do you I got, need? I got this title. I got this title. <laughs> yeah, this title. I got two look titles my, here. Look at my trophy case. AEW Tag Champion, AEW World Champion. Yeah, yeah. Probably won one of them poker chips at some point. Yeah, yeah. I think he did, didn't he? He did, Or a yeah. Sonic ring. They only had one Sonic ring, didn't they? Yeah, they only did that once. The Sonic ring of... Oh, by the way. By the way, if y'all haven't seen it yet, today I'm about to release our latest TikTok, and it's our conversation about the AEW poker chip. And I did some funny photoshops for it, too. Got MJF holding a radioactive poker chip. <laughs> I've got blood oh, coming good. out of his nose and his ears. It's actually a really funny conversation. So we've got a, a TikTok. Oh, it's a Chris Rock special, according to W.S. Fletcher. Oh, okay. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Mayor Planet Houston says, who would Tony Khan consider WWE's plus Delta? Well, it'd be, I mean, he's be, got it. Be it's Roman. Roman. It'd be Roman. It's Roman Reigns. Or Cody. Yeah. Uh, Oregon Grinders says, do you think there'll be a hiring freeze of major stars and wrestling companies because of the uncertainty in WWE? A hiring freeze? I would say probably not. I would say probably not, no. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. Uh, Caleb, uh, formerly known as Mr. Higglesby, says, who should win the Royal Rumble men's and women's that nobody expects? I'd say Kevin Owens because he's got a match on the card mm-hmm. and nobody's going to expect that. Mm-mm. And then um, Ronda Rousey All because right. like, I don't really expect her to be back in the title picture. I expect she's probably going to fight Becky. Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley. Oh, good pick. And... Uh, Alexa Bliss after this bit with the like when she realizes like Uncle Howdy's in control mm, and okay, it's yeah. like into the new iteration of her character. Well, how about that's the pair right there? Like Uncle Howdy wins the Rumble. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Gosh, what am I thinking? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jonathan Walker here says, stopping in to remind everybody to smash that like button. We're at 242 oh, likes. Walker. Oh, thank man. You, thank, thank you very you, much you, for reminding you, us to do that. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> oh, uh, Screaming the Butterfly says, how do you think Cody Rhodes feels about the talks of the cons buying WWE? I think he's got two words for that. Ironclad. That's yeah. his contract. It'll survive any merger, any acquisition, yes. any takeover. Yes. yes. Most complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most complex. Uh, White Brownie says, does Braun versus Gunther end clean or wonky extending to the Rumble? Uh, it'll probably have some sort of overbooked finish. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Gunther gets the win and then they do a spot in the Rumble between them. Braun wins clean because Vince is back. Ugh. Oh, God damn it. Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right, let's get um, Paul on the horn. I, I got some questions for him. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. Where's where's the, the zoom button here? All right, here we go. Hello, this is uh, this is uh, Paul Levesque, uh, current and possibly soon to be former uh, chairman of a lot of shit here at WWE. Hey, can you, can, Steph? Can you pass me that that big griddle over there? Hi, Triple H. Can you pass me? Hello, hi. How's it going? Oh, you have a McGriddle. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah, no, it is. You, you, you got they got these little, you know, like little uh, maple syrup pills that they put it in. It just infuses into the McGriddle. It's so it's good. really good stuff. It's great. Anyways, uh, how can I? How can I help you? That's a crunchy sounding McGriddle. Oh, I was just curious. I, we got a SmackDown preview. Uh-huh. You got a couple things here on dot com, but I was curious about. Uh, yeah, none of that. None of that's real. Dad's back. Oh, mm, sorry yeah, to hear. This is this is uh, the the SmackDown preview. It's like a best case scenario, you know. It's like a suggestion, basically. Yeah, at this yeah. Point. But like, hey, this is what I want to have happen. Will it happen? Who knows? Steph, your dad's texting me again. Should I should I pick it up? I'm gonna leave him undelivered. I'm not gonna leave him unread because they don't know I read it. But I got plausible deniability if it's just undelivered. Not gonna look at it. Don't look at it. Um, question for you though. Uh, there was a good. report yesterday. Did that... you have them put two cheeses on this? Because it's got two cheeses and it's really good. You should do that always. I don't know if it was a mistake or if you had, you had, don't interrupt. You asked, no, did you ask for it? Don't interrupt. Did you ask for it or was it, they just did it? They just did it? Next time you should ask for it. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, these things are good. Uh, were, were you interested in WWE selling or was that something you were opposed to? What do you think? I mean, come on, use your common sense. Of course, I just took this place over. You think I want to get rid of it? This is like the thing I've been dreaming about since since the Madison Square Garden curtain call. Yeah. I got punished for that. I was like, don't interrupt. And I was like, I'm one day, one day I'm going to let these wrestlers express themselves creatively. And I'm going to be the game. I'm going to be the one to let them do it. And then what? I'm supposed to give it away? No, I could make this company so much more money. That's right. Mm. Yeah, okay. I understand completely. I don't think this thing is good for my heart, Steph. What? Well, I'm not going to have them like every day. Don't interrupt. I'm not going to have them like every day. But I'm just saying like maybe on special Fridays. It's like it's Friday, so we're going to have McGriddles. It's a new tradition in the Levesque McMahon house, yeah. Anyways, what? Sorry. Oh, that was it. I just had that question. Do you want to talk Smackdown tonight? At least what you would like to see have happen? Yeah, let's talk about what we what what I want to have happen, yeah. and then what's totally going to happen. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. All so, right, first up, interdone interrupt. Oh, God damn, it's it's like the the aftertaste is great. I I don't want to eat anything else. I'm not. I'm going to wait like an hour or two to brush my teeth. It's like the great thing is she got these like earlier in the day, and then I just warmed it up a little bit in the in the air fryer. Oh, air right? fryers are great. And then it, uh, it don't interrupt. I'm aware. And then, and then I, but it's got two cheeses on it. I don't even know what it's like, not real cheese, but it's got two cheeses on it. And then you dip it and don't interrupt. I get, I got some maple syrup for it. So check this out. Inter, intercontinental champion Gunther. Dad hates this guy. Uh, He's going to put his title on the line against Braun Strowman. Now, ideally, Gunther will powerbomb this guy in a huge feat of strength that'll make everybody go crazy. It'll blow up the internet ratings. It'll go through the roof. However... Dad's back. And I'm pretty sure one of these text messages right here is Braun wins clean. Uh, so, yeah, expect that to happen. Uh, nah. I, hope I hope not. Not happy about that. I'm going to just act like I didn't see the text yeah, message. Yeah. yeah, if you don't see it, then maybe he won't do it. Nick Khan's going to come over to me and be like, hey, did you get the text messages from Dad? And I'd be like, uh, no. She's like, I no, mean, I flushed my phone down the toilet. Didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, right. I buried my phone in the backyard. My dog got my phone and he buried it in the backyard, yeah. Nick. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> all right. Uh, we also hear you have Sami Zayn must defeat Kevin Owens for Roman Reigns at all costs. Yeah, uh, Dad is going to replace Sami Zayn with Goldberg. And Goldberg's going to squash uh, Kevin Owens. We're going to get Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's one of the text messages here. Oh, and then, gosh. and then, of course, yeah, no, don't interrupt me, even with a groan. And then at WrestleMania, night one is going to be Roman Reigns versus Goldberg and Brock Lesnar in a triple threat. And then night two is going to be uh, Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I know that Dad was thinking about that. Would it be uh, 
Tribal Chief Roman Reigns against uh, uh, Roman Reigns circa like 2016 then? Uh, yeah, Dad really liked Roman Reigns circa 2016. So he's going to stop being this bad guy, Roman Reigns. He's, it's going to be two 2016 Roman Reigns. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. And then, uh, and then in the co-main event, we're going to get Brock Lesnar defeating uh, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. That's right. Uh, hmm. I, I, I prefer your booking in, in this instance, I would say. You know what will be great, though, is if uh, that pissant company buys uh, my company, the WWE. Oh, yeah. And then because then, uh, you know, I can go fuck off somewhere and then good old JR can take over these phone calls right, here well, for going in wrong. Triple H, it's good talking to you. I hope you enjoy your You want to hear my JR impression from the game? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'll I, do I, it anyway. I've taken too much. Bug off. I don't need to take so much of your time. Bug off. Oh, man. Look at this picture uh, of my underwear that I'm wearing. But the monitor is not on. That's right. He's going to send you unsolicited nudies. <sighs> Give his little dick and balls. It's disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do it for me today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Triple H. Thank you. How'd that go? Yeah, it was going fine until he mentioned JR that it went all downhill. I think he's really interested in seeing you interview JR. It's not going to happen. This, I don't want to talk about it. Let's finish the show. I got other things I got to do. Uh, I know you're going on vacation. Man, please don't die when you go there, by the Try way. Try my best. Because I, I kind of need you. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Lots of cool stuff there. Click join if you're a YouTube member. Hit that thumbs up. That one's free. And also hit that subscribe button. Thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Be safe. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.